All right, we've got This Week in Quotes. Joining us, the uh, business and sports editor of Korea Chungang Daily, Jim Bully. Hello to you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, we're going to unfortunately have to start with a very tragic uh, quote. Uh, what's our first quote of the week? So the first quote is, please, 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 I can't breathe. Please, man. This is the voice of George Floyd, a black man who was killed when a white police officer knelt on his neck for several minutes in Minneapolis on Monday. Uh, we have CNN coverage patched in through our studios, and uh, it's you know despite the coronavirus pandemic and all the uh, coverage paid to that, uh, it's really been dominated by uh, what's been going on in Minneapolis, and really unfortunately. Not unprecedented, and a lot of people feel, and you're seeing the anger, uh, doesn't look like uh, people feel that this is going to be the last time such an incident occurs. Yeah, absolutely. This is not only the, the latest in a long line of extreme police brutality cases, but it's also latest in a long line where the police filed a report, and it wasn't until a member of the public came forward with a video filmed on their smartphone that the real story... Yeah. yeah. the real story came out. I mean, this isn't even the first time in Minneapolis. There's been a number of these cases over the last few years. The city has a reputation for police violence now. Um, There was a very, very high-profile case back in 2018. Thurman Blevins, who was shot by police while begging for his life. Um, And there's been uh, other incidents as well. And there's also a lot of of feelings that not only are um, overwhelmingly black people, the victims of these police brutality crimes, but then also on the occasions when there is a white victim, like in Minneapolis in 2017, there was a white woman who was shot. Her family was awarded $20 million by the state, and the guy, who, the police officer who shot her was charged with murder. In the case of Thurman Blevins, the two police officers were acquitted. So there's, it feels to a lot of people like there's a double standard there as well. Yeah, and you hear the typical excuses, and I have to say uh, that uh, uh, most of it uh, coming from um, commenters who are white about, oh, well, we don't know the, look at the past record of this uh, individual or uh, maybe he was resisting arrest or or, uh, maybe the the police had some kind of other extenuating circumstances. It seems like the outrage has built to a point now that uh, we're seeing less and less tolerance of uh, these kind of actions, not just from the police, but uh, from individuals uh, where we had these horrific killings. Uh, Ahmad Arbery, that was another huge case. Uh, Two guys um, uh, hunting after him, basically an innocent man who had just gone jogging his neighborhood and another incident in New York where a uh, Central yeah. Park uh, individual was asking a lady simply just to leash her dog, and she went on a racist tirade. Yeah, just this week, that New York case, that, that's the only one that doesn't involve the police in any negative aspect, so far, as far as we're aware. But the woman was walking her dog. She didn't have it on a leash, which is against the rules in that part of the park. A man who happened to be a black man asked her to put the dog on a leash because he was bird watching, and dogs scare birds. And uh, in response, she called the police and said she was being attacked. by an African-American um, and, uh, and essentially threatened this guy with criminal, possibly with his life, considering what's happening in other, yeah. in other cities across America, because she didn't like the fact that he was telling her to put her dog on a leash. Yeah, and, uh, some co- consequences for her. She was working for an investment firm, and apparently she has been uh, fired from uh, that job with the, uh, the backlash to all of that. Let's turn to our second quote here, Jim. Royal Hospital Chelsea is home to a number of veterans who have participated in a number of wars, but South Korea is the only country that continues to express its gratitude whenever there's an opportunity. And this is specifically, I guess, dealing with the the pandemic and some of the help going their way? Yeah, absolutely. So these are the words of Major Philip Shannon, who is in charge of work for Korean War veterans at Royal Hospital Chelsea, which is a big, uh, it's a hospital in London, but also it's a residential where a lot of veterans 
um, live. Earlier this week, Park Eun Ha, the Korean ambassador to the United Kingdom, held a video conference with Korean War veterans. Um, at Royal Hospital Chelsea, where 10 people have died of coronavirus. And, uh, and earlier, a couple of, well, last week, um, she delivered masks to the hospital as part of a continued effort by the Korean government to deliver more than a million masks to 22 countries that took part in the Korean War, 40,000 of which have gone to the United Kingdom. Yeah. My grandfather was uh, an AP correspondent during the, uh, the Korean War, and he kept on talking about the Forgotten War. Uh, this was before it became a fashionable term, but I think a lot of the efforts from uh, Koreans to, to make sure that uh, this war isn't uh, forgotten is, is partially why uh, you see a quote like that coming out uh, from uh, Philip Shannon. Okay, we got time for our final uh, quote here, uh, dealing with the uh, school resumption. Yeah, so I've got a couple of quotes here. They're both from elementary school students, Um, Some grades returned to school for the first time in months this week. The first quote is, there was nothing particularly fun, but it was fun. And the second one is, it's been a while since I ate at school, so the school meal tasted delicious. Yeah, and so this is dealing with not the high school seniors who are going back and they're uh, probably focusing on these exams and then ultimately uh, the Sunung, the college entrance exam. These are for the younger kids, right? Yeah, these are the first couple of grades of elementary school. Um, So for some of these kids, this is their first time attending school, the first time they've ever met their teachers. Oh, right. Um, And, uh, and, you know, these quotes kind of show that, that... As far as the kids are concerned, it's business as usual. You know, like there's, there's nothing um, special. There was obviously special measures in place. Hand sanitizers present throughout the building. Students had their temperatures taken. Um, some schools have decided to split classes into groups so they're not all coming on the same day just to decrease exposure. And the desks have those kind of plastic divides around them like you see in... Um, Uh, kind of uh, small restaurants um, to, to limit exposure. Students obviously are wearing masks, but clearly based on these quotes, as far as the kids are concerned, yeah. it's just back to life as usual. Well, uh, we'll see how long this lasts uh, with the uh, recent outbreaks that we've been experiencing. Jim, we'll leave it there. Uh, thank you for that. Hope you have a good weekend. Thank you.